Welcome to Hysterical Horizons. I'm your host, Amber Gamer Guy, and today we're talking about a hashtag that's trending. Save the children. Sounds pretty dramatic, doesn't it? Save the children. What exactly are we saving them from? Well, um, as some of these people would have us believe in, I'll admit if I get stoned enough, I kind of start agreeing with them from time to time. But then I sober up and I'm like, eh, it's a little fucking nutter. But that's okay. Nutter things are entertaining things, and there's often truth in the strangest of places. Save the Children is all about uh, human trafficking of children, which is honestly very true. That part we all know. What uh, these people are really talking about and really, really interested in is the fact that they believe that these children are not just being trafficked, and wow, that's like really amazing timing. Like right outside my window, there's a child just, just crying out. I could not have planned for that better. That was not like added in at any moment. Um, yeah. That's, um, that's unpleasant. Not exactly hysterical. Kind of hysterical in the fact that it timed that way. But it's going to be a good uh, sign of the way this episode's kind of going to play out because we should laugh because we need to laugh because the other reaction to this stuff is to just fucking piss our pants. And that's not advisable unless you get off on that kind of thing. However... What a lot of these people who are uh, using the hashtag Save the Children believe is that uh, people, especially in Hollywood and in uh, democratic politics, are not just having sexy time with these kids. You know, they're not just diddling little kids, which is bad enough. I mean, I could make a lot of fucked up jokes about it that are quite funny, but it's truly a traumatizing event. Uh, the reason I have a fucked up sense of humor, oops, bump the mic. The reason I have a fucked up sense of humor about this sort of thing is because I'm a survivor. I just don't like use the me too hashtag because I think that children are a little more important right now. And if you're a grown adult who's being told, hey, if you fuck me, I know I'm a fat, ugly pig, but if you fuck me, I'm going to give you an Academy Award and put you in a multi-million dollar picture. I mean, that just sounds like a really shitty business deal, and it's a really shitty abuse of power, but it's not quite the same as children being kidnapped left and right, and not just being kidnapped so that, again, these kids can be diddled, because we're all aware that that happens. Everybody is always talking about the Jeffrey Epsteins and whatnot, but that's really where I kind of came full circle with this whole Save the Children hashtag. And I've been kind of dragging my feet <clears throat> on detailing exactly what these people think is happening because it's honestly so fucking bonkers. Yeah, it's totally nuts. It's fucking out of control. But uh, for the three of you out there who got that reference, but uh, they believe that children are being tortured and murdered for a blood 
uh, type of blood that is produced when a child's under extreme duress and is called uh, adrenochrome. And uh, there are people out there who are screaming, yes, yes, of course it is. And oh my God, you agree with me? Like, okay, slow your roll. I think that uh, some of you people are totally onto something. And I think that a lot of you people being ridiculed, um, I think it sucks that you're being ridiculed for what amounts to potential hysteria regarding the extreme, I would say caring for children. Like I, I don't really know a better, more scientific way of saying that, but anybody who's really using this hashtag and who truly believes in this, we need to cut these people some slack because I'm not sure about all the details. I definitely don't think that a lot of people in Hollywood are murdering children. Maybe a few, probably a few, definitely a few, let's be honest, you know. It's basically where I came to my conclusion when I was thinking about Jeffrey Epstein. You know, if these people kidnap kids and they use them as their sexual playthings, obviously they're gonna dispose of these children. And we've heard about this before, but because I have a fucked up mind, <laughs> I don't know any other way to put that. Like, I'm the one sitting here thinking all these fucked up things and like coming up with the solutions that I haven't even heard out of these conspiracy nuts. I'm like, you guys could actually sound rather rational if you thought this through a little more, because maybe you're onto something, but you just seem to be really hellbent on blaming certain celebrities. And I'm not even going to name some of these celebrities because I don't want to give any credence to the fact that some of these people might be doing these things. Because here's the thing. I don't know if they are and I don't know if they aren't. So I'm damn sure not going to incriminate them since I don't know if they are for sure. And since I don't know if they are for sure, I'm also not going to say they're not doing it. So that's how that works. And that's honestly how journalism should work. It's like if you, you can't trust the facts, you can't potentially incriminate somebody. And, uh, you know. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. But when I was thinking about Jeffrey Epstein and the fact that there are a lot of these rich people abusing children sexually, you have to wonder that they're doing this because they're very bored and they lack creativity. Because if this is the best thing that you can do with your money, my fucking God, you... Okay, for starters, just like look on YouTube at all these people who build like these incredible game rooms. Like that's a great use of money. Look at these people who build like, I don't know, Fantasyland in their basement where they go and they build their own fucking theme parks. That's a great use of money. I mean, if we exclude the fact that potentially Neverland Ranch was built as a pedophile haven, not saying it was, not saying it wasn't. Uh, but if we, I, I can't bring up Neverland Ranch and not make that connection. Like I have to, it's obligatory at this point. But if we could look at Neverland Ranch and just kind of, you know, not think about the fact that it might have been a place where children were abused, you go, that's a great use of money. That, that'd be a really, I wouldn't want to bring kids in there. I just want to fuck around in my own little theme park. That would be like the best shit ever. That would be so much fun. But that's how my brain works. But then my fucked up brain also tells me, and I don't know where it comes from, probably some, a lot of the childhood traumas I've endured. And thank God that I'm able to channel it into comedy. That's what all of you people who are about to get offended at the jokes I'm about to make need to realize. Like, I just think of this shit and I try to think of like the most fucked up shit in a way that can make it funny because otherwise you're just going to hear it and then you're going to want to look for like a knife or a bottle of Xanax or just anything you can find to just go fuck the world. I'm out. <laughs> but if you make it funny, you can kind of combat that negative energy, that chi, that karma, whatever the crap it is, uh, you know. 
But here's the facts, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a Jeffrey Epstein type and you have your own island where you're abusing children, it would not be any stretch of the imagination that if you lack the levels of imagination to think that having sex with a child is going to be the most fun thing you could possibly do, because really, like, honestly, the timing, the timing of the sounds outside, gotta love it. But it's like, if that's what you think of as fun, my, my God, like a child? First of all, I mean, if you want something that size, just fuck a midget. The midgets can at least have some knowledge and some, you know, experience. So they're going to be fun to, to have fun with. But then that's when you slowly realize, oh, these people are obsessed with the stealing of innocence. That's why they want a, a, a child who's never been touched before. And that's why virgins go for so much money on the human trafficking market and it just got really fucking quiet in here i'm sure everybody listening just got really fucking quiet too and that's a fact so once we accept the fact that virgins are very very valuable to pedophiles and that it has everything to do with taking their innocence if you're somebody who's so rich and powerful that you've gotten away with having your own little island paradise of underage girls to fuck on a daily basis, you don't think that in like some quaalude, like fucking adrenochrome high state that you might just think, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we like lit candles and we like set up a pentagram, put the child in the middle and just fucking disembowel it? Yeah, I couldn't even deliver that in a way to try to make it funny. In my head, I was going to like do this like voice and like make it sarcastic and all kinds of funny. And then like the energy just got zapped away from me because I'm realizing like there's a lot of truth to this shit. And I think that a lot of these people using the hashtag save the children or it might be save our children should have done research before starting this podcast. I did other forms of research, but not on the damn hashtag itself, which I'm using for my title. So, eh, fuck it. Moving right along. I do think that in the amounts of research that I've done about, you know, pedophiles in Hollywood, which definitely is an open secret. You can go check out that documentary. It's hosted online. Check out an open secret. Wonderful film. Really show you the depths of pedophilia in Hollywood. And then if you uh, watch the Corey Feldman documentary that came out this year, you know, you go, well, those are more signs of pedophilia in Hollywood. And then with the Jeffrey Epstein case, it's like, well, there's the confirmation. This shit exists. So since pedophilia exists, it's no stretch of the imagination to think that abuse, torture, and murder of children also exists. And it's like, if we have weird Scientology and like the Muslims have their rituals and like these good religions, yes, I'm even including Scientology in the good religion portion, because as far as I know, none of their doctrines about sacrificing children. Wow, the timing. Did you hear the siren in the background? I hope my mic's picking up all the background noises just because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> but that's like the thing. Scientologists aren't sacrificing kids. So one would have to assume that if mo most of these religions are either about self-empowerment or... Uh, greed and you know just taking money from gullible masses 
then there's definitely got to be religions out there that are about harming kids and about, you know, taking innocence for personal gain, pleasure, greed, whatever fucking reason there is. Like, because I don't understand this kind of evil, but it's the realization that I finally came to that it definitely fucking exists. And it's a real shame that there are people out there who have so much time on their hands that they've started researching probably the one subject that deserves the most attention, which is missing children, children being abused, children being murdered, and everybody's just pointing and laughing at them. Because, you know, they're going, well, and Monsters, Inc., you know, they were harvesting the screams of children, and the elite bad monsters were all like, we have to harvest their their energy. But the problem with these adrenochrome conspiracy nuts is they forget the ending of the movie showed like Roz being, we're always watching Mike Wazowski. And that implied that they were trying to actually take down the bad elite monsters who were like harvesting the fear and that they were trying to show that actually comedy and laughter is the best medicine of all. So I really don't think Disney is is implicated in this shit as a lot of the adrenochrome conspiracy nuts would want you to believe because I can understand making a movie that has like, like Hocus Pocus, for example, is referenced to adrenochrome by these conspiracy nuts because of the calling the children and sucking away the nectar of children and turning it into a potion kind of deal. Like, eh, kind of on the nose. If you're stoned, it seems on the nose. If you're sober and uh, you don't want to really see that these things could be real, you're like, ah, I don't know. But I think it's really actually interesting that there are a lot of Disney movies with these kind of symbolisms and uh, imageries, and it could just be coincidental, absolutely. I mean, when you're stoned, nothing seems coincidental, but I'll, I'll give it that it could be coincidental. But I do want to you know, reach out an olive branch to these adrenochrome conspiracy nutters. Sorry to call you nutters, but when you're so fixated on one thing that you're ignoring what else is there, then you've kind of gone a little nutty. But it's understandable, unlike everybody else. I totally get it. Like, you've seen this shit and your heart fucking just got ripped out of your chest. You're like, oh my God. I know pedophiles exist. I know this is true. I know rich elite people abuse children. I know this is true. We know this. And I know that Satanists exist. We know this. And I'm not talking about the Church of Satan. That's something different. Like, their Bible, like the Marilyn Manson Church of Satan people, they actually read their shit. It's really fucking fascinating. I, I'm not trying to like support it because I haven't read enough into it to, to legitimately support it as like a decent religion. But from what I understand, they're against rape and they're against the harming of children. So in my book, oh, good religion. Those are the two things. If you don't believe in, you know, uh, taking and using your power over somebody to take what you want, which is rape. And if you don't believe in the harming of children, then your values are in the right ballpark. <laughs> but that's what we have to accept. There are people with their values way the fuck in uh, Walmart's parking lot. And I'm not saying that to try to implicate that the people who own Walmart would, you know, mutilate and torture and abuse children. But considering how they treat their employees, eh. But see, that's where I might point the finger. And just to point this out here, that was just a joke about Walmart, you know. As heinously as they can actually treat their employees, you got to look at the fact that they're actually kind of helping a lot of the poor population by providing them clothing and shit at a really affordable price. So it's kind of like a half and half, like a yin and a yang. There's great evil there and there's great good there. 
And it's kind of like Disney. There's a lot of corruption there. There's probably a lot of pedophiles in Disney, but the people who are running Disney, the people who are deciding like what movies they fund, they're telling a lot of stories that conspiracy theorists are trying to claim is just like, oh, you know, it's like when a serial killer returns to the scene of the crime, it's their trophies, it's rubbing it in our face. And I'm like, but then why though? Like just because they can get away with it? I mean, I guess, but then it's like their biggest gun is the Monsters, Inc. film. And that's why I'm like, look deeper at that. Because if you really want to think about this, and um, <clears throat> if any of you have seen Doctor Sleep, I'm sure you can't stop thinking about this. Because literally that film is all about the harvesting of a special life force from children. And um, what that film shows is that there were a group of people with extremely powerful connections within government. And there are a lot of conspiracies regarding quite such an existence of such a thing. Going around kidnapping and abusing and torturing and murdering kids. And um, it's not a far stretch of the imagination to think that these things exist. And considering that in movies like Dr. Sleep and in Monsters, Inc., uh, the goal is to destroy these things trying to use fear and uh, evil means and I know we're getting into real conspiracy territory here. Smoke a bowl, do whatever you got to do to like swallow this shit so we can actually discuss it a little rationally. Because yeah, a lot of it seems super fucking far-fetched. But here's the reason why I'm extending an olive branch to all you adrenochrome conspiracy nutters. <laughs> Sorry, can't help myself. At the end of the day, if there's any time that we should just be blindly believing something it's when children's lives are in danger i want to make a joke that's going to piss off a lot of the ladies but uh, hopefully unless you're one of the bitches you're not going to be too pissed off but if you're not one of the bitches and you've never really been around these bitches then you're going to be pissed off if you've just heard a lot of other people talking about this stuff so just bear with me for a second here me too is all about women saying that powerful men used their power to get them into compromising positions again the timing of shit wow <laughs> and not only did they say that they were put into compromising positions but they said that they were you know offered roles for this Again, sounding like a bad business deal. They were, of course, the people who were uh, brutalized and used with violence. And those are the ones you really need to be listening to and investigating. And then there are the ones where they were like accusing certain actors and comedians. And you're like, okay, so you guys went to their house after dinner. Mm -hmm. You guys are making out. Mm -hmm. He put his hand up your skirt. Mm -hmm. You were feeling violated. Okay. You didn't say anything. Okay. You let him finger you. All right. Done and fuck you. You never said a word. Never acted like you weren't enjoying anything. Okay, fair enough. Um, you feared for your life. Okay. You thought that if you said no, the guy was going to like kill you or force himself on you. So you, you just realized you couldn't say no. And you just kind of had to go comatose and just let him do whatever the fuck he wanted to. Okay. This all seems kind of logical to a certain extent. But then it's like, well, 
What about the guy, though? He just took you to dinner. You're not showing any signs of negativity. He's making advances and you're allowing him to. Um, can you not see a problem here? Can you not see how miscommunication and assumptions could lead to two people's lives being destroyed because you think that you've been raped and then you accuse somebody of rape? But we're blindly believing these things because we think it's necessary. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just an ignorant misogynist. I don't know. I hope I'm not. Because I'm trying to look at this honestly, like uh, feminists want to be treated equally. Again, here's the joke that's going to piss off a lot of girls, but I'm going to make it anyway because I love this joke. I fucking love it. <clears throat> and it's because it's a derivative, it's derivative of a great Bill Burr joke from early in his career. But women, they fucking love to get in your face and argue and say the most horrific shit. Not all women, bitches, cunts. They love to do this shit. We know this. And what's really fucked up is they'll get in your fucking face and they'll say the worst shit they can fucking imagine. Like, I don't know. Maybe you should just go fuck your mom and have your dad shove his dick up your ass and I'll watch and play with my clip. Just some off the top of my head. You know, the crazy bitches have said. And in any case... They will say this shit and get right up in your face. And after they say this shit, no woman will ever instantly take a step back like, oh shit, a dude's going to swing on me. Because good men have all been raised to never, ever hit a woman, no matter what. And uh, that's something that every good man should do. We should never, ever hit a woman. But ladies... If we're going to stand here saying we should never, ever hit a woman and you want to be treated equally like men, can you please not do some shit that if a guy was doing it, you get clocked in the fucking jaw for? Like, there's a certain point where if a dude's being so disrespectful and in your face and if he's not letting you walk away and they keep fucking bearing down on you and they keep fucking saying the shit and they keep fucking bullying you, eventually, at the very least, if not at least a clock in the jaw, you're going to push him away and when you push women, they tend to love to pretend to fall down. Not saying that I have personal experience with this, but I've seen a lot of men go through this. Let's just be honest, ladies and gentlemen. There are beautiful women who are abused every day by truly horrific men. And then there are truly horrific women who poke and push every single button on a dude that they can. And then the dude blows up. And then there's that one dude who wanted to be a good dude and who's like, I'm never going to hit a woman in my life. And then the woman gets in your face and she tells you, not only did I fuck your brother and swallow his cum, but while I was fucking your brother and as he was finishing off in my mouth, your dad took me from behind. And admittedly, you're going to go beat the shit out of your dad and your brother. But first... It's going to take all the strength within you not to slam the bitch's head into the fucking ground. Why? Because why the fuck do women say that? Number one, it probably didn't even fucking happen. They love to lie. They love to make shit up like that. They love to just say shit just to get under your skin and piss you off just to make you blow up and then go, oh my God. Like seriously, you have anger issues. Bitch! You just said that my brother came in your mouth and my dad was fucking you in the ass 
And I got angry at you saying some fucking nasty shit that was not in a comedic tone. It's different when you're saying fucking out there shit to get a laugh. If a girl walked up in my face and was like, honey, last night, just so you know, your brother, he came over, he came on my mouth, and your dad, he was over too, and he ended up fucking me in the ass, and it just sort of happened. I'm really sorry about it, but, you know, I just wanted to keep these things in the family. I'd laugh. That would be funny. But it's different when they get in your face and they're like, yeah, well, you're fucking not a man enough. So I had to have your brother. He had to fuck me. And then when he nearly came, I had to have that fucking man seed sprayed all in my mouth. But that wasn't enough man for me. I had to have your manly father shove that big manly cock up my ass. And then I finally knew what it was like to be fucked by a real man. I'm just saying, even if you don't hit the bitch, you ain't a real man if in your head you're not thinking, okay, I know she's going to call the cops. I know no one's going to believe me. I know she's going to spin this any way that she fucking can. But I can't fucking let her get away with it. I just got to punch her in the fucking face. You don't do it. You never do it. It's a horrible idea to do it. But those are the horrible ideas that I have in my head that I don't follow through with that I find hilarious. Because if you don't find them hilarious, you end up taking them seriously. And then you have this fucked up thought into your head. After you're done fucking a child, you're like, huh. I wonder where the idea from vampires came from. And then you start Googling shit. And you're like, oh, adrenochrome, which actually does exist. Google it. That compound exists. It's a fact. So I don't know why people are acting like this is such a completely nuts, insane thing. I think that a lot of the conspiracy people, when they're talking about it, bring up a lot of wild theories. But I think you kind of have to have a heart, just like you kind of have to have a heart to realize that, yeah, there are a lot of abusive men and there are a lot of abusive women. If women want to be treated completely equally, can we please stop it acting like women don't do horrific, manipulative truly sick mind fuck kind of shit and that maybe that's why not even half i would say five percent of the ones who get punched in the face are punched in the face deservedly so five percent come on guys five percent you don't think so there's a lot of women who are getting domestically abused and i would say 95 percent of them absolutely did not deserve it i would say 95 percent of them fucking walked in beer in hand, fucking plate of incredible food because they know how volatile their husband can be. And it's like, here you go, honey. I love you so much. And because that guy had a bad day at work, he looks at the incredible meal, the chilled beer and goes, you know, I like my beer hot and my food cold, you fucking bitch. And then he just starts beating the fuck out of her for no fucking reason, just to take his fucking anger and rage out on another human being. 95% of the time when a woman's abused, that's exactly what's happening. So can we agree that at least the other 5% of the time that it's a woman who's getting in a man's face and is trying to hurt them as much as they can with words, thinking they can get away with it, thinking they're not going to get punched in the face. And then they meet the one dude who's like, you know what, if women truly want to be treated equally, if this was a guy, I would have punched him in the face 20 minutes ago. It is my duty as a non-sexist human being to treat this human being equally. This human being's acting like a fucking cunt. And cunts occasionally get punched in the fucking face. 
Now, I'm saying all of this is a joke. Mainly just to make a point that wild, outlandish shit can be very, very funny and very, very entertaining. So what happens when you're into those wildly fascinating, funny, outlandish things, and then you find a conspiracy theory that involves the harvesting of children, and then you start seeing films with a lot of this symbolism and imagery, uh, it's going to fuck you up. And that's why I extend an olive branch to all of these, uh, you know, adrenochrome conspiracy people. Because at the end of the day, you're not a nutter. You're somebody who saw some shit that disturbed you so badly that you can't see straight. And the fact that you don't care that you're going to be ridiculed and shamed for this, that you care so much that the fact that you believe that this stuff is so real and you're just going to you're going to expose it, you know, that's commendable. It's stupid at a point, but it's commendable because you're incriminating a lot of people that could get hurt. And that's the problem. We don't know who really did this, but we do know about Jeffrey Epstein. And I think that's a really good starting point. We know what he did. We know about some of the stuff that he did, but what about some of the stuff we don't know that he did? That's where I'm coming from. I'm not saying that anybody in Hollywood is doing this shit, but there are definitely people in the world doing this, powerful people. And uh, the people who actually give a shit about kids, we should cut them a little bit of slack. That way we can at least see where they're coming from and understand it's not just a place of hate, but they're coming from a place of real love. Thank you for watching yet another episode of Hysterical Horizons. And uh, we'll see you all on the next adventure. Because it's going to get exciting from here on out, folks. Welcome to Season 2. And yeah, it's a pleasure to be back.